0: continues to fall this morning. Light snow, not a heavy fall, and not a very sticky snow as well. we will accumulate to around another two inches of snow on top of the inch or so we've already had overnight. We can expect around three inches or so through this system. Much heavier snowfall down south. Today's temperatures will hold right around 34 degrees. It'll be a little low coming up throughout mid-morning and early afternoon. We'll get a little more snow later in the day, and again, only expecting around another two inches of accumulation on today, 27 overnight to your Saturday snow in and- Skies conditions will clear overnight. We'll see 34 degrees, the high on your Saturday, sunshine as well. Little increase in the winds, blowing in at 10-15 mile an hour range. Back to the teens overnight with a 19 degree overnight low. 35 on your Sunday, mostly sunny skies, still seeing 10 mile an hour winds, and then back to the teens overnight with a low of 17 degrees. 42 and return to the work week on your Monday, windy with 15 mile an hour winds. It looks like we'll get some rain showers on Monday night. This is Jeff the BNRI weather. The pandemic, social unrest, the state and the White House. You are listening to The John Petro Show.
1: And good afternoon, everyone, on this Friday. Folks, we have made it to Friday. Good afternoon, one and all. It is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM on this Friday afternoon, uh, February 19th. It is a Friday in Lent, which means, remember, no... I'll tell you, folks, this is uh, such a—to uh, me, it's a it's a time that is just testing all of us because the snow, it is still snowing. And as you heard this in the forecast just then, it's uh, it's going to be snowing on and off for the afternoon and then into the evening. <laughs> There's a lot of snow on the ground. Tomorrow, at least, it's going to be dry, and then the weekend dry. And thank goodness, some rain coming in on Monday to get rid of some of the snow. And then next week, will be warm and a little bit drier. But this is uh, without question— um, I, I'm willing to say on this Friday that this is um, like the tough time of year. It's a Friday in Lent. It's cold out. There's snow on the ground. There's a lot of accidents. Good afternoon. I want to say good afternoon to everybody. Tuning in on Facebook Live. If you'd like to watch the live stream, we do it for this hour. You find we have a temporary page right now. It's uh, J.D.R.I. Uh, radio. J.D.R.I. Uh, radio Facebook Live, you can uh, find it, J.D.R.I. Radio, Facebook Live, and you can uh, be part of the live stream and comment and uh, interact with different people. Then, of course, you can always listen on the website at tobitro.com, Folks, this portion of the program on this Friday is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, with this type of weather and you have some slick roads, and it's going to continue that way, do you know, let me ask you, do you know someone that was in an accident? Where well, you may be in an accident, and maybe it's just a small fender bender, but if you need to get your car repaired, did someone damage your vehicle, the place you want to bring it is West Fountain Auto Body. You can call them at 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272 3340 since 1927, they will repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition. Call West Fountain Auto Body, and they'll work for you, not the insurance company. They'll handle everything for you, because there is a lot to focus on and handle paperwork-wise. Uh, if you're ever in an accident, 401-272-3340, West Fountain, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, it's West fountain autobody call them 401-272-3340 well folks good afternoon again right now it is uh, 1209 in the ocean state it is one and a couple stories that we're watching now first of all you know this situation with ted cruz senator cruz is uh is just so over the top um the guy made a mistake i don't think he should resign i like ted cruz he's a brilliant guy I'm glad he's in the Senate but boy he is really feeling it in Texas. And the fact that he, you know, he regrets going to Cancun, but if you want to be one of the senators and everyone in your neighborhood and that the, that situation in Texas is is disgraceful what's going on. If there's ever reason not to go with the green new deal, look at Texas. But he, he says now he regrets the Cancun trip. I mean, the New York Times publishing text messages with a wife. And it's too bad. The wife mistakenly, I think it's Heidi Cruz, mistakenly reaching out to neighbors. Anybody else want to go, go along? School vacation week. or you can't go to school because of the situation with the power. And they don't have heat and electricity. And now there's a water problem. And text to the neighbors. Anybody else want to leave? You know, we're going to go down to this place in Cancun until hopefully it warms up and they get the power back. My God, I mean the barrage—they're going after him, and and folks. But see, you know, <clears throat> the problem with Senator Cruz. I mean, as you, as everyone knows, if it, I I know people have sent me messages and saying, "Juan, well, you know, if he were a Democrat, the double standard," but. It, it, it just it doesn't apply if, if you are you know, you're late to the game if you think the rules apply to everyone. If you think that the same rules apply to everyone, you, you are. I got news for you. You're mistaken. Um, one of the best examples. <laughs> like Ted Cruz said, it was a mistake to go to Cancun and uh, leave texas that's the understatement of the decade what are you you kidding me oh really do you think it was a mistake you mean the fact the way the media is camped out and the way that they were at the airport to greet you when you came back but if you're wondering i mean about a double standard this is a little bit of inside baseball but i I can't believe this guy nick cannon is returning to his radio show seventh month hiatus this is a station out in los angeles Pussy is syndicated Return comes with a new multi-year contractual renewal. I heard someone, a friend of mine actually said, oh, he had a tough contract. They're just going to let him go from that. I mean, that's wrong. At least they're saying that it's a multi-year deal. But th- th- this wasn't like one anti-Semitic remark. This kind of canon, this was it, was, it was a pattern and it was repeated and he wouldn't even back down from it. And it was, it was rough. If this, I, I don't want to hear anything more about white privilege. This should be the end of white privilege. Now, speaking of white privilege, I broke the story yesterday that the lead Democrat on Block Island. Now, I recognize, listen, I don't always pay attention to Block Island politics. But when you have the lead Democrat on Block Island, and this is someone who, uh, you know, he's – I don't know this particular individual. I do know, as I broke yesterday – there's a picture of him with, and I'll hold it up. There's a picture of him with President Biden. And here's a picture of him with, who's that? Is that the new Commerce Secretary, maybe, Governor Amundo. And there's him in, his name is uh, First Warden-elect Andre Boudreau. And there he is in, that's right, in blackface. Well, Black Lives Matter told Channel 10, Brother Gary talked to us and said that he was appalled told black like the leader of black lives matter the lead i want you to just think about this just for a moment and i try to be supportive for the most part but the leader of black lives matter brother gary gave a statement to channel 10 and saying we can't tolerate this anymore this behavior is disgusting and he says it's like the equivalent of having a swastika now that's the leader of black lives matter Now let me read the statement from the state Republican Party. Let me read the statement from the state Republican Party. Because you have a a Democrat who's got a photo with President Biden. And you have a picture with Governor Mundo. And he's in blackface. And he's the lead Democrat on Block Island. So you have the leader of Black Lives Matter is slimming him. Now let me get to the statement where the state Republican Party is saying that he should resign. Oh, that's right. They didn't issue a statement saying he should resign. What are they waiting for? What is the problem? And I'm not going to use this time to beat up on the state's Republican club is what it is. How do you miss something like that? <clears throat> How do you miss? Where is the statement that says the state Republican Party? He says, hey, he's in blackface. He's got to go. He should resign silence now it's a Friday what follows Friday Saturday Sunday the weekend and then it just disappears the tone deafness the t- complete tone deafness are we living in the same world how do you not issue this is a freebie you know like in football when the the, the quarterback drops back and they say oh the defense was off this is a free play this is a free play now if it's if, if it's an interception it's coming back but if, if you can complete the play, then you get to decline the penalty you have. So it's a free play. That's what this is. That's what this is. How do you not issue a statement about it? Oh, my God. If this was any Republican member, if this was that guy, Justin Price, who's a rep, they wanted him to resign because he went to D.C. on December 6th. How do you not issue a statement on this? What is wrong with them? I, I'm telling you, folks, I mean... You got to want to win. You got to want to win and you got to want to win all the time. You have to want to win all the time, not just once in a while. And the other thing I don't understand is I mean yesterday that that was a disgrace. Rhode Island is once again ranked 50th in vaccine by the New York Times. That Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott She is, you know, and I've I've obviously spoken with her. I've attended those Raimondo briefings or whatever we're calling them now, the COVID briefings. And now later today, incoming Governor Dan McKee, he is going to have his own Zoom at Friday at 5 o'clock. Unless he's going to, is he dumping bad information? Because that's when you dump bad info. If you have some bad news that you're trying to get out, The time you do it is a Friday at five o'clock, ideally Friday at a five o'clock on a holiday weekend. That's called the news dump. He's having his COVID briefing. He didn't go yesterday. I'm not saying I blame him. But that Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, I mean, her and the governor are turning into Baghdad Bob. They have, as a matter of fact. And I like there's a good quote from Wendy Schiller in the Providence Journal saying, you know, Governor Raimondo needs to be careful because people will remember. She said there's two things. Both of them ought to be careful. They'll remember the first thing you do in office and they'll remember the last thing. And Governor Raimondo is betting that you're not going to remember. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is willing to bet that you're not going to remember that her vaccine rollout has been an unmitigated disaster. I suggest she call up former Governor Don Kachiri and ask Governor Kachiri, Hey, Gov, does anyone remember the last thing you did in office? What was the last thing? I'm trying to think. It begins with numbers. It was 38 studios. Boy, did that stick around. That was the end of 2010. Uh, Yes, end of 2010, right? 2009 into 2010 was really the last big thing that former governor, the old governor, Don Cacciari, did in office. The last big thing was 38 studios. Did we remember that? Yeah, we kind of remembered that. They were still talking about it. They're still talking about it, as a matter of fact, and it's 10 years later. So, Governor Mundo ought to be very cautious about that. Now, folks, on this Friday, and a lot of people are out and about, and the roads are clear, so, but I want to encourage you to stop by and see our friends, um, Ron's, ron's pastry gourmet ron and melissa at ron's pastry gourmet 170 royal little drive in providence is ron's pastry gourmet and they have the most delicious uh fresh cannolis and they're just incredible the uh and they have the italian zeppelas with real boiled cream inside these delicious i'm going to hold up a photo this is available right now at ron's pastry gourmet stop in and get a sleeve for the weekend. Excuse me, folks. (coughs) My goodness. Must have been some of that cheap blow I was doing during the storm. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, pick up some Italian Zeppelas and they are just tremendous. These are all fresh, real boiled cream inside. I'm holding it up. I think you can see that for those that are watching the uh, live stream. They also have delicious calzones. Now they also have spinach pies and pizza strips, I'm aware. That it's a Friday in Lent and there's no meat today. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook, 170, Royal Little Drive in Providence. But uh, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, you know, the, the real truth is I don't know what's happening with this. Maybe it's really not her responsibility with the rollout. But the, the rollout that's going on right now is, uh, is nothing short of embarrassing and a disgrace. And the fact that if, you, if, you're, if you're in Central Falls or Providence... You can get the vaccine, so you can be 18 years old. They're not turning anyone away, so they can't even do that right. And the, yesterday they announced you can go back to the hospitals, and then some hospitals are saying no, you you can't come back. So Rhode Island launches form for in housebound residents. This got this whole thing has happened because Governor Mundo has been focused on her new job, which is going to be Commerce Secretary. And there would be nothing wrong with that unless if she had maybe stepped aside and then it could fall on incoming Governor Dan McKee, who would then be the governor. But yesterday he decided, and I'm not sure I fault him, you know, he basically decided, why should I stand up there and be a punching bag and be part of this unmitigated disaster? And, you know, you have Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, Again, with the patting everyone on the back, and we're doing such a tremendous job, and I don't know where to begin. And just, it's incredible how well, we're ranked 50th by the New York Times, dead last, small estate. They're throwing away more than half of the vaccines that they get. And the real truth is, they don't have a handle. They don't know where all the vaccines are. Let me play, this is a Channel 12 story on... Um, yesterday's briefing and the the vaccine rollout that Today has been a disaster. 10,
2: people signed up for appointments. 12 News reporter Anita Baphoni is live in Providence with how the state is planning to pick up the pace and why some people's appointments may be deleted. Anita? Shannon and Michael signing up for an appointment online for both of the states state run both of the state-run clinics haven't had any technical glitches reported as of now, but some Rhode Islanders have signed up who aren't eligible. Now the health department is considering deleting those appointments for those not in the current age group. More than 10,000 Rhode Islanders signed up for a vaccine at the state's two mass vaccination clinics. But some of those registrations are not for individuals in the current age group able to get a shot. Right now, it's based on an honor system. Signing up on VaccinateRI.org requires you to attest that you were in the eligible age group. We do have the ability to, on the other side of it, cancel the appointments or delete them if we have individuals coming through who are not within the eligibility criteria. More state-run mass vaccination sites will open in the near future, but in order to be more efficient and make the process quicker, the plan is to cut down the regional clinics run by cities and towns to just five locations. We are so focused on having fewer sites because that's going to be key to getting faster and getting simpler. It allows us to cut down on the redistribution process. DOH says that approach will cut the length of time it will take to get shots in the arm once the vaccine doses arrive in Rhode Island. On Monday, Rhode Islanders 65 and older can sign up for a vaccine both online and through the hotline. Now, starting tomorrow, you'll be able to visit loved ones at hospitals, although COVID uh, protocols will still have to be followed. The same goes for nursing homes, although if they had a a, if the center had a positive case within 14 days, that will not be allowed. But good news for many people with loved ones in hospitals and in nursing homes. For now, live in Providence, I'm Anita Buffoni, 12 News. Now,
1: that's not you know, there's no reason she would know this, but that's actually wrong information. She think of this, folks. Channel 12 gave out wrong information. Because they were listening to the Rhode Island Department of Health. That's what happened. As state officials said, the picture is improving. Major uh, ease on visitation restrictions at hospitals. And they announced that. And the only thing is, Care New England said we're aware of the ask, but they're not going to go along with it. So Care New England is holding off for now. So that was wrong information that they gave out. Where they're going to start to allow people to visit people in the hospital. I mean, this business of we need to do it faster. You need to do it more effectively. And I think this is going to come back to truly haunt, and it should Governor Amundo. The, the fact that she did decide she decided to take her eye off the ball, and she was pushing. She is focused on her new job now. As far as her new job, by the way, she still needs full Senate confirmation in order to be Commerce Secretary. She's not leaving. And let's just be very clear about this. Um, she's not leaving until she's confirmed. I've heard people, and I also want to clear up something else at 1225. Some people are saying she should resign. Well, I, I, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, right? And they're expecting different results, but same thing. She's not resigning. Someone has emailed me. Well, we should start a recall. You can't in Rhode Island. The only way you can recall a public official is if they're convicted of a crime, not charged. Convicted of a crime. Governor Mundo has been convicted of no crime. I've had people say we should impeach her. We don't have an impeachment proceeding now. An argument could be made. I don't see any legislation. An argument could be made that that the um, Republican Party should try to introduce stronger legislation to give Rhode Island voters the opportunity in order to remove someone from office. But right now it doesn't exist. The problem is in order for that to really go forward and become law, that people could start to do that, in order for that to happen, it would have to pass the General Assembly. And, and as we know, not only are they not going to do that, there's no one even trying to do that. So now people see what's going on in California. California has a provision where you can do a recall. And they're doing that right now with, with uh, Governor Newsom. In New, I don't know the New York. You see, each state is different. But Rhode Island does not have that. And this stuff of impeach her or um, recall her, we don't, we don't have that. She she is. She has not been convicted. This would literally have to be you're convicted of a crime. Then you could start the recall, which is why going back, I think the best one of the best examples of that was then Providence Mayor Buddy Cianci. When they were starting when he was first in office in the early 80s, it was like 84. Yeah, I think it was 1984. And at the time. The late Steve White, he started the captain of controversy. He started the recall against Cienci. Cienci was in trouble. He pled guilty to the assault of Raymond DeLeo. And he then had to resign because there would have been a successful recall on Cienci back in 84 as the city of Providence was. Um, I think I used to know these numbers, but I, I'm pretty sure I think there were 21 people indicted in uh, his first term in office rest in peace i don't mean to say that uh, besmirts the death folks this portion of the john dipetro show now listen i understand it's a it's a stressful time and if you want to um, relax and you also want to see some of the latest stories we have dipietro.com. check it out on the website d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com and that's where you can also do a direct link to and it's relax souls. S O L E S, reflexology, Lisa Wood. You can call a texture at 401 742 6621. 401 742 6621. Reflexology, it's different from massage because it works from the inside out. It uses acupressure points, meridians. Reflexology is the pressure areas of feet or hands. Contact Lisa Wood. It's deep relaxed, healing from inside out, boosts the immune function, face, Ear, hand, feet, reflexology, and there's a direct link at the website, to Petro.com. Well, folks, on this Friday, by the way, if you're having a problem with your heating system, if you feel like you're a resident of Texas, it's too bad that in Texas they don't have Coogie down there. RE Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, on this Friday, if your heating system is not working efficiently, do you really want to go the whole weekend Without having proper heat, call R. E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook. Their website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable residential services. Let, Cookie says, "Let me into your home. Don't fix it alone." And that's for plumbing, heating, and cooling. R. E. Coogan and Heating. Well, folks, it's um. Let me check the time. It's just about. It is. It's 12:29, and it's Friday. And I'd like to uh, check in with our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. As many people have heard, they are uh, once again talking about trying to impose stiffer gun restrictions in the state of Rhode Island. And we'd like to check in with the defender of the faith. And that would be our friend John Francis. No one more knowledgeable than John Francis at Competition Shooting. Let's see if we can uh, get him on the line on this uh, Friday like to have them on the weekend is when a lot of people maybe go out and um, and get pick up their ammunition and uh, ammo and uh, yes uh, John Francis please okay all right folks we're uh, again right now it's uh, almost twelve thirty on AM thirteen eight there he is folks joining us right now from competition shooting supplies is our leader the defender of the fates. it's John Francis good afternoon John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very good. Let's get our weekly update on inventory and what's the situation with competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket.
3: Okay, so I got a really big shipment of uh, guns uh, a couple of days ago. Great. So I have uh, got over 40 to 45 new handguns and rifles. Wow. So I have, um, I've got some, I do have a a small selection of some AR-15s. And I have uh, Glock. I've got Ruger and some uh, 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 Springfield Armory uh, nine millimeter and uh, uh, yeah, nine millimeter pistols.
1: Wow, and
3: we've got a pretty good assortment right now. Great. We do have ammunition to go with each uh, gun? Um, so get while the getting's good because they, they things are flying off the shelf pretty quick.
1: Now, John Francis, before someone heads down, what do they need in order to purchase? One of those uh, beautiful Uh,
3: handguns. So anybody looking to purchase a handgun in Rhode Island, you have to have a valid driver's license or a photo ID, of course. Uh, And that uh, ID or license has to have your current address reflected on it. Otherwise, we'll need proof of address. uh, And that proof can only be documentation issued by the state. A lot of people use their uh, vehicle registration in that regard. Um, And you have to have your blue card. Uh, The blue card is a safety card issued by the state. If you don't have it, that's not a problem. We can give you the test uh, to get that card. It's free of charge. It doesn't cost anything. And we have study guides that you can take home and look at uh, uh, ahead of time as well.
1: And, folks, I want everyone to know, I took my blue card test at a competition, so it's right there. And, John, how are they doing on the backlog? That was something that happened during the pandemic. There was a big backlog. Has a lot of that been cleared uh, up?
3: So, the, uh, no, a lot of the police departments have done a really good job at, uh, uh, you know, catching up uh, with all of that. So, uh, right now, it's it's, it's not – it's – pretty rare when i get uh, something that has to go beyond the 7 to 8 day waiting period.
1: Okay. Hey, tell us again about the tell us about the ARs. So you have some AR15s in.
3: I do. So i got in some i got in a uh, some uh, Smith & Wesson M&P 15s. Wow. That's their, you know, their basic model. Beautiful. I've got the uh, the basic model Ruger. Those are only 799 a piece. And i also got an upgraded Ruger. This one's a, a custom Magpul model. And it has a two-stage match trigger, oh, which wow. makes it a, you know, so that match-style trigger, um, it's a, you know, a little bit lighter than what the standard one is, so it helps you to be more accurate with distance shooting.
1: And tell us about the handguns again.
3: Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I have, uh, I've got some uh, Springfield Armory uh, 9mm, including the Hellcat model, which has been extremely hard to get Hmm. and uh, uh, very desirable for folks that have their concealed carry permits. I have an assortment of uh, uh, Glock compact and subcompact uh, pistols. Uh, I've got some Ruger uh, full-size, some compact and subcompact nines and some three eighties as well.
1: Wow, John Francis. Boy, this is like Christmas has arrived in February.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, frankly, the salesman told me from the place I got this from, don't expect that to happen again anytime soon.
1: Wow. What are your hours for today and tomorrow?
3: Uh, so today we're open uh, 10 to 6, and tomorrow uh, 9 to 4.30, and Tuesday through Thursday we're here 10
1: to 5. Folks, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. John Francis, you are the defender of the faith at Second Amendment headquarters. Uh, stay well, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.
3: And if I, if I could just add Go one more thing quickly. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, a couple of days ago um the uh the anti gunners up at the state house have filed uh, uh upwards of 10 uh, gun ban bills in uh, place um there is a uh the, John these are some of the worst i've ever seen wow and and one of, and one of them would actually not just ban the magazine it's going to ban the gun you own potentially huh. as well huh. so i have my at my store at all the gun stores all over the state yep um I, we have a petition that, uh, we, that's that been created by the, the Second Amendment Coalition and the Federated Sportsman's Club of the state. We're collecting as many signatures as we can to uh, give to the uh, uh, Senate president and the Speaker of the House, to, you know, uh, urging them not to let this stuff go through. Wow. Because frankly, what they want to do will devastate the gun industry in the state, and therefore... The state's going to lose out on millions of dollars of tax revenue and hundreds of good-paying, high skill jobs.
1: How? And, and the difficult thing about this, John Francis, is they're not meeting where the public can go in. They're still, you know, that's, they're voting. And that's that's
3: that exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's another reason why you know we want them. You know, they shouldn't even be having hearings on, on stuff like this. No. Uh, given given what's going on with the pandemic. Yep. And so. Yeah, the economic in, impact and uh, you know uh, alone is just they shouldn't be doing that.
1: And before I let we you go,
3: have, we do not have uh, the, the kind the we do not have the the, the level of gun violence in this no. state that right. they claim yep. Rhode Island has the second lowest violence rate anywhere in the country.
1: Wow! And John Francis, before I let you go, also, folks, bring in if you are looking to sell some uh, firearms that you have, bring them in. And uh, bring them to John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people who have been listening to your show have uh, have done that as well.
1: All right. John Francis, stay safe. Open today 10 to 6. And tomorrow is tomorrow Nine 10 to, to 4.30. 4.30 and and tomorrow 4.30 as well? Yep. Okay. All right, John Francis. Good to talk to you. Stay safe, John.
3: Thank you, John. You
1: too. All right, folks. There he is, uh, the defender of the faith, John Francis. Competition shooting supplies, four thirty-five Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's John DePietro on this snowy Friday, folks. Again, we're going till two o'clock. Like many of you, um, first of all, the COVID deaths are way down. That's good news, and we want to gravitate when we can towards good news. But the the and they they should be lifting many of the restrictions. They should be Rhode Island right now. This is a difficult time because. We don't know when Governor Raimondo is going to get the full Senate vote. And I mentioned, like, you know, you can't ignore the politics of this whole thing. In regards to Senator Ted Cruz, he's in the middle of a complete hurricane right now. He is. He's under fire for taking his family to Cancun. Uh, Having a couple days off, he flew right back. He's basically under fire for being a good dad and brought his kids down. And they're looking to just knock him out. It should not be allowed. But um, but he, if you're him and they're not in session right now, he needs to change the conversation. He needs to get something, whether it's a distraction or something, to change the conversation. And a way you can do that would, in fact, be he's got that hold on the Governor Amundo nomination for Secretary of Commerce. And the reason he put a hold on her nomination is... It, it, it really has more to do with the Biden administration than it has to do with the situation with Governor Mundo, who who is really just um, she's really just reiterating the the Biden um, policy that they've adopted so far. Now, how about I'm looking right now, folks, COVID bombshell. The country could have heard immunity. By April. I mean, that is incredible good news. And if the state right now could really just get their act together and get that vaccine out. And I've said, you know, this is there's no reason why that they should be allowing people in Central Falls and Providence to be getting the vaccine over people in the suburbs. If you are, you know, 70 years or older. And you live, you know, pick a place, some suburban community, whether it's in Smithfield or Lincoln or Cumberland or wherever you live. No one is going to explain to me that it makes sense to have kids 18 years old that they're giving the vaccine to ahead of you in both Providence and in Central Falls. And this business that the, the vaccine is being done as an honor system, you know, I don't remember hearing that they were using the honor system as the state was shutting different places down. Um, They they weren't using the honor system there in any way. Now, here's something else. Channel 10 is reporting. Hundreds of first responders are declining the vaccine. Folks, whatever is going to happen going forward, uh, no one should be forced to the vaccine. I'm seeing Walgreens to expand eligibility to Rhode Island is 65 and up. Uh, Providence holds vaccination clinics for residents 65 and older. One of the things that, incoming Governor McKee, and I agree with him, he's saying is you should let the different towns and communities administer the vaccine. This business that you're supposed to go to the Dunkin' Donut Center. Well, people don't like to go to Providence. Okay, that's a fact. They don't like to go to Providence. There's no parking. There's no free parking. And all of the different uh, types of individuals that, you know, then you have the homeless and the panhandlers and the, the different characters that make up uh, Providence, and now they're hovering right around the Dunkin' Donut Center because they know that's where a lot of people are, are going to be going in. But just getting back, we don't know when this vote is going to happen with Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo uh, for her to get the full Senate vote. Senator Cruz, he needs a distraction, and right now he's got a good one right now. Um, now I'm seeing so and so can appoint his own directors. Uh, well, We'll see about that. I think that, I think that that uh, there needs to be a change with the Rhode Island Department of Health. So uh, either that, or Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott needs to explain who dropped the ball. She was given a chance yesterday, but she continued this this narrative that Governor Amundo is this brilliant individual, and uh, Governor Amundo has done a fabulous job. I just I can't listen to it anymore. I can't listen to the, the rah-rah speech where they're patting themselves on the back and what a phenomenal effort. It is we are we are ranked dead last. We are ranked dead last by the New York Times. And when that type of thing comes out, one of the things they then try to take issue with is, oh well, you know, we do it differently and we're doing it tactically. You know what? Why? Why? So we are doing it different than every other state. That doesn't make any sense. Now, I'm also seeing, folks, the next thing up for governor, uh, incoming Governor McKee is going to be he has to appoint the new lieutenant governor. And there's a real push being put on by these women's groups demanding he appoint a woman. And now you have Emily's list is demanding he appoint a woman. I predicted this would happen. There's also a woman who is demanding he not appoint just a woman but they want a gay woman to be appointed now i still believe that i think he is going to choose someone who is latino that is my prediction because i think that trumps either a female it all comes down to when we're talking about incoming governor mckee this business of and, and they're coming out he needs to appoint a woman to the job says Emily's List, and you can't, you know, statement, uh, leader, we've championed great diversity. We urge him to choose a woman as lieutenant governor. And then there was a press release put out by, and let me find it, Donna Nestle Bush. There was someone else saying, no, he needs to appoint a gay woman to the job. So the idea of appointing the best possible person, I mean, that's completely off you know, that's not even in their wheelhouse, so to speak. Um, they, I still believe this still comes down to who can help him win the Democrat primary for governor. I repeat, who can do that? And so I don't think appointing someone who's a woman helps him do that. I don't think appointing someone who's gay, all due respect, can do that. I think the what his strategy will be, uh, and it's their strategy, is that they need someone Latino who can do that. That's that's I'm still sticking with that. And Dan McGowan and I of the Boston Globe have talked about that. I still say there's two frontrunners to this, and it's just a matter of who he has the better rapport with. So it's Sabina Matos, who's the head of the Providence City Council. Here it is. Um, Victory Fund supports Donald Nesselbush for Lieutenant Governor LGBTQ Victory Fund. So, uh, Rhode Island's the only state in New England that has not yet had an openly LGBTQ statewide official. So, let me just um, go in, inside this. I'm always. Um, they have sent a letter on behalf of the Victory Fund, appoint former Senator Donald Nesselbush. An out LGBTQ person as lieutenant governor of Ireland. Island. So they uh, work to achieve equality. So they're saying she should get it. Now, then you have the group saying, well, she needs to appoint not just a woman, but a gay woman to be the. And this is um, she's qualified for the position. Allow you to be a governor who makes history. If not her, we urge you to find another gay candidate. So they're demanding he pick someone who is female or gay. And then you have the other group where they're just saying, well, you got to pick a woman. So I, I'm going to stick with what I've said. That's why, and I'm not going to get into it, but certain people that applied or thought um, that they were going to pick another, um, another white male, let alone, I won't get into it. I was going to say the whole thing of... That's why um, this whole business that he was going to pick a, a young white Republican male is, um, well, like I said, were, there's about 500 people in line of that particular individual. But that will be next up. And that is something I think he'll move sooner rather than uh, later. Uh, let's see. A, a statement on a vacuum information. What's happening, Ramundo? Uh, oh, now you also have the controversy with Zamborano Hospital, and I know people are up on that. And it, it, a lot of this so far is just rumor, so I'm not going to get too much into it. Um Governor Charlie Baker has not said whether he will seek a third term as Governor 22, but candidates have begun to organize on the Democrat side. You know, it's it's the vaccine, which is why... It is the vaccine, which is why he is he is um, all governors are really under attack right now. So I'm also seeing I can't believe Al Franken, uh, you know, attacking Rush Limbaugh, who has passed away. And they're basically saying Rush Limbaugh, Al Rushbo, led to Fox and Fox led to Donald Trump. So they just want to now blame Rush for everything. Al Franken. He wrote a book attacking Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is a big, fat, mouth idiot was the name of it. <coughs> Rush Limbaugh really was the beginning of the cancel culture. They were trying to get Rush off the air. Not that he said anything obscene. Not that he said anything offensive. They wanted Rush off the air just because of his beliefs. That's what it was about. That's why they wanted him out. Now, folks, again, right now at uh, 1247, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Coming up next hour, Bob Duva. Bob Duva was the publisher of the Rhode Island Echo. He's a wonderful guy. We've had him on the program. He unexpectedly passed away. And we're going to have Tanya Signori from the Rhode Island Echo is going to join me in tribute to uh, Bob Duva, who's a great friend And uh, the guy's just terrific. I'm very, very sad. Folks, so far, this year is brutal. Bob Duva passed away unexpectedly. Rush Limbaugh has died. My favorite teacher ever growing up, Helen Gannon. Helen Gannon died last week, 70 years old. Rush Limbaugh died this week, 70 years old. Bob Duva, I'm not sure how old he was. But he wasn't that old. So we will... um, We will talk about Bob Duva, who is also part of the Federal Hill Business Association, um, and I, I spoke to a member of his his family. He's just Federal Hill in in Rhode Island, in the Echo. Um, with you know, they succeeded because of people like Bob Duva, and so we're going to talk to um, Tanya Signori of the Echo coming up. And as always, folks, our, our thoughts and uh, condolences go out to the the duva family and then i also want to remind you now go to the when you go to the website to petro.com and you saw it, folks yesterday we broke the story about the blackface on black island and then uh, channel 10 they did have it last night but everyone can't be first i recognize that right we were first which is good but then they came in channel 10 did have it at six o'clock last night uh, but you can see the photo and the story on the website to petro.com, to petro.com, which is fetched by Allstate Lock. Call them today, 401 349 0042. Residential commercial for car keys and security cameras, experts in locking systems and building security. Now, you just heard John Francis saying that look for the Rhode Island progressives are trying to have uh, more extensive gun restrictions in Rhode Island, plus, you have. The progressives calling about defund the police. Plus, you have people like Mayor Lorza, who wants to be the next governor. And in some polling, he's doing very well in the Democrat primary for governor. He wants to give driver's license to illegals. Folks, you need security cameras. You need to call Allstate Lock at 401-349-0042, 401-349-0042. Allstate Lock and online at allstatelock.com. Hey, you know what else I wanted to um, mention? Now, again, just a reminder it's snowy out. It's still flurrying. It's going to flurry all day. If, for whatever reason, you're in an accident, who do you call? West Fountain Auto Body. Take down their number. Keep it in the glove box 401 272 3340. If someone hits a nice patch and they bang into your car, whether it's a total wreck or just a small fender bender, call West Fountain. They will fix it. Call Kenny, 401-272-3340. You can use my name. You can drop my name. Say Juan told me to call. West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. I was glad that this week Nikki Haley reached out to President Trump and wanted to visit him at Mar-a-Lago, and he told her no. And I'm glad. Hey, guess what? You bet wrong. She tried to get a meeting with President Trump, but he turned her down, despite her attempt to try to patch things up through a Wall Street Journal op-ed yesterday. Too late. Too bad. No way. Never. Never. She is not getting my vote. I to, no, you don't do that. Good. I'm glad he shouldn't meet with her. You know, as Tony Soprano they used to say, you know, you're dead to me type of thing. I'm glad. What was that all about? She's tone deaf. You know, he doesn't get who needs who here. He is still the leader of the party, whether people like it or not. Now, and they'll figure out uh who exactly should be. It's it's way too early. People are asking me now. Do you think President Trump's gonna run again? Do you think and someone put out Trump and DeSantis for twenty twenty four? Well, Let's be honest and let's live in reality, folks, which is where a place I always like to reside. <clears throat> this is 2021. The election is going to be three years from now. So a lot can happen. But I find it hard to believe that in 2024, you're going to have two white males from the state of Florida is going to make up a successful ticket. I don't see it. So if, if, if people don't, you know, President Trump and Mike Pence That was different. I wasn't convinced that Pence was really that helpful anyway. But I don't see. And we don't know if that's going to happen anyway. I'm hearing different things. I would not be shocked if President Trump actually does not run again. He's not going to announce it now. And he's going to, you know, he wants to help the party. He certainly wants to um, help Republicans in the midterm. But if that went forward... Because, you know, the president is 75. He would, you know, he's not 69 running for office anymore. Let's see what the next few years hold for him. He is still right now the leader of the party, which I don't have a problem with. And his endorsement, if he does well in the midterms helping uh, Republicans get elected to the House and Senate, then he remains a powerhouse. If he backs people and they're unsuccessful... Either general election or primary, he has got a problem. But I, I really like the Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, he is he's he's a younger man. I think DeSantis is forty two. So, three years from now, forty five. Maybe maybe he's going to be forty three. Whatever. But you know, mid forties. Um, him with the well, we got a long way to go. I don't want to get too far off on that. But I. I Florida has remained open. Florida has not down had the massive shutdowns. Um, Florida is thriving right now. Florida is open. The rest of the country is reeling. It is a disgrace. The schools that are closed, the schools that don't have kids going in person, is, is just absolutely a disgrace. And I wanted to mention earlier. Channel Ten mentioned that a number of first responders are refusing the vaccine. I, I don't want to see any more pieces. I don't want to hear any more stories of people that thought COVID was a hoax, that they didn't think it could happen. It's the real deal, you know. Going forward, if you don't want it, good luck. It is real. It does affect the heart. It does affect your breathing. Um, if there are people, it's an odd virus that affects your breathing. It attacks, you know, your heart rate. If there are people that want to turn it down, then it just means the vaccine's easier for everyone else. And we will move into herd immunity. That's why I think this spring and summer could actually, uh, I think especially this summer, things are really going to start to feel normal again. So I think this is the tough time. And at 1255 on this Friday, I want to remind you about our friends at Brothers Disposal. Call Roland and Willie today. Now, if you're a business Brother's Disposal, they're offering weekly trash collection services, 401 6880517 401 6880517 Come on, brother, it's Brother's Disposal. Or maybe you just want a purple dumpster to throw away some unwanted belongings, clean out your house, call Brother's Disposal. If you're moving, hey, don't bring all your belongings to your next place. Maybe you have, you know, Auntie whoever, Auntie M's. <clears throat> old tea set. and still in the box. Get rid of unwanted things. People have old rusted sleds and rusted bicycles and things you're never going to use. Unwanted belongings. Call brother's disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in the driveway. 401 517 Come on, brother. Call brother's disposal today. 401 517 uh, Roland and Willie, they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. They're very competitive with, with price, and, if, and it's easy to remember. They're the purple dumpster, purple and yellow. <clears throat> Look for them on Facebook. It's Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John petro Again, we're going till 2 o'clock. And just looking at some some of the news, the, um, the situation next week should be a very eventful Very, very eventful week. Uh, I also see, um, you know, the Boston Globe has a story, insurrection, election doubts, and Trump. Why 1,500 voters in Rhode Island left the GOP. You know, it's always, why are they always going after the chairwoman of the state Republican Party is trying to be optimistic. Last month, more than 1,500 Rhode Island voters dropped their Republican registration. It's my understanding this happens every year. But they're allowing this narrative that it has to do with happened on January 6th. Chairwoman Susie Anki said she heard a variety of reasons. They left off, they were turned off by President Trump, especially women living in the suburbs. They don't like the violence at the Capitol by Trump supporters, far-right extremists. And the constant drumbeat of voter fraud led to disillusionment at the local level. Some say, I'm never going to vote again because they don't believe in elections. To be sure, party affiliation doesn't translate, but there are three times as many registered Democrats as Republicans. Uh, sometimes there isn't even a GOP candidate in the race. Right now in Rhode Island, 311,000 registered Democrats, 102,000 Republicans, and 300,000 unaffiliated voters. Some who register as a Democrat or Republican maybe do so to uh, vote one primary or the other. Um the highest percentage of voters dropping in some different towns, Jamestown, East Greenwich, Richmond, Charlestown, South Kingstown, and Borington. Jamestown was the highest. You know, I, I don't like any of this uh, talk. It, um, <laughs> the GOP has been struggling with suburban women for a while now. Um the state leaders looking how to appeal to the voters that they've lost and they're focusing on school choice. Um, some Republican parties made inroads in urban areas such as Central Falls, focusing on the need of small businesses. No, that's not true. It all has to really do. Central Falls gains were because of President Trump. So uh, another negative story, which uh, I guess no one should be surprised at but um again next hour we are going to uh do our tribute to bob duva for uh the federal hill historic Historic situation um, association and also he also was the publisher of the rhode island echo we're going to talk to tanya signori plus the latest on the vaccinations uh debacle that is rhode island and we will also give you the latest on senator ted cruz We'll touch on that and then also some other thoughts, and I'll rush, Bo. What we're going to do is we're going to break for the one o'clock news, and then we have another full hour to go. Folks, leave it right here. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 99.9 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, the next hour is radio only. So you can go to the website, com and listen. So we will uh, get an update right now. Let's go to the one o'clock news. Stay tuned, another hour to go right here on the John DePietro Show. Right now, it is one o'clock.